Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman alongside my colleague Ryan O'Halloran out here at Dove Valley. Broncos getting back into gear after their bye week, preparing for a road showdown in Minnesota on Sunday. But before we get to that, much ado as Drew Locke is back practicing, Ryan. You saw him out there stretching. Is he going to win the Super Bowl for the team this year or what? Halla damn Luya. <laughs> uh, he was out there with Brett Rippon and Brandon Allen. His first practice back. His first practice of any kind since August 17th. He was hurt two nights later against San Francisco. You could already tell just in the media viewing period, Drew Locke is the distant third quarterback, which is what he should be because this team's trying to get ready for a game on Sunday. So he took a couple throws, but this was a lot of Brandon Allen, a lot of Brett Rippon. So you can sort of see, okay, until he's number two, he's not going to get a lot of work with the starters. Uh, you know, I would expect I would expect rust because he hasn't practiced in so long. He hasn't taken a snap, hasn't done a drop back, hasn't thrown in rhythm. So I think, I mean, if you had to guess what the plan is for Drew Locke, the first step is okay. When do they feel he's progressed enough to where he can be the number two? Okay, that's probably two weeks worth of practice. Okay, then, you know, if Brandon Allen's playing okay, he'll hang on to the job. But, you know, all signs, I think, pointing that if they do go to Drew Locke, it won't be before the Charger game in, in the first day of December. Again, folks, first in Orange podcast, Ryan O'Halloran and Kyle Newman. That's myself. Drew Locke getting back to practice from that thumb injury he suffered in the preseason. Hey, speaking of other injury updates, Tim Patrick, he was back to practice last week, but practicing again this week. Expected to be back for Sunday's game in Minnesota. But then some other uh, injury updates as well. And Will Parks, he's coming back. He's going to be playing. Um, also, Jeff Hireman, though, seems like he's doubtful or teetering on doubtful yeah i mean he says his goal is still sunday i mean they gave him a three-week window when he got hurt against the colts as we're as we're talking tuesday afternoon he just did individual stuff on a side field he told me that hey by the end of the week he hopes to get included in some team drills that said if we've learned anything about vic fangio this year with his injuries is he likes to see a guy practice for a full week before he is under consideration to be activated Another guy that was limping around the locker room is Jawan James, the right tackle. Uh, he's played 32 snaps in nine games. What was sort of his vibe on when he's going to be back? Well, he didn't want to give a timetable. It's very insistent on that. Obviously, he went down week one against Oakland, retweaked the same knee against India a few weeks ago. So he's taking it day by day, his goal to get better and more healthy every day. Now, he said he uh, stayed in Denver all during the bye week to completely rehab, basically intensive rehab all day, every day last week. And he started doing dry drills at the end of last week. So that kind of tells you where he's at. He wasn't out there practicing. Um He's definitely not playing this week. I, I would give it at least a few weeks, although he did say, yeah, I do want to get back on the field in 2019. Yeah, and he was doing uh, some conditioning work with Hireman on the side field, had a big brace on that knee. The situation for the Broncos and James now is twofold. One, when he comes back, can make sure he can stay back. I mean, the, he's been injured twice on fluke injuries, but obviously this one has had a, you know delivered a setback because it was the same knee. And also the second part for the Broncos, let's say three weeks from now, James has not taken a full practice yet. At which point do you say, hey, let's just shut you down, slow down that rehab, make sure you're ready for the spring and, 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 and you know, obviously training camp. So if, you, if Elijah Wilkinson was playing a little more consistently, maybe they would have some time. But 
you know, a question for Rich Gangarello, the play caller, is do you even know what works with Juwan James yet? Because he didn't play in preseason. He's played 32 snaps in the regular season. I think there's going to be a little discovery process when James does eventually get back in there. But just judging by your conversation with him, he seems to be, seems to be a couple weeks away. Better news on Will Parks and Demarcus Walker, correct? Correct. Will Parks definitely coming back. Uh, insists he'll be fine catching the ball, even with a, a club on his hand as that uh, that wrist is wrapped up. Uh, and uh, Demarcus Walker, shoulder injury. He's just like James, rehabbing pretty intensely throughout the bye week. He fully expects to play on Sunday, so that's good news for the Broncos. Yeah, and if Walker's back, maybe Adam Gossis is again is a healthy scratch. He played against Cleveland. Um, if you get Will Parks back. That gives Vic Fangio maybe some more options to play dime, uh, you know, six defensive backs. Duke Dawson can play the nickel. Maybe Will Parks can play a third safety, do some coverage stuff there. So, you know, as they get some guys back, it gives it gives them more options with their depth chart, who to play a lot, who to activate, et cetera, et cetera. You know, this team's three and six. Everybody's going to be positive coming off a week off, especially when the week off, you know, followed a win. You know, this team was three and six last year. The road is a lot tougher. Now, you have four or five on the road. Minnesota, they're a ten and a half point underdog. The Broncos are. Then at Buffalo, Buffalo can stop people. They can't score either. Home game Chargers. Then at Houston, at Kansas City. So, you know, if you're Broncos, you're got to be kicking yourself a little bit because you didn't really expect the Chiefs to come back to the pack, which they have at six and four. You know, if one of these other games had gone the other way, you'd be four and five, and you'd be right in the mix. Now you need to get hot, which you haven't shown you can do, and also get a lot of help from other teams, which doesn't usually happen so it'd be interesting to see how this team comes out Sunday we'll get into the Vikings later in the week but a lot of young guys on this team so I would expect them to continue to play hard just a matter do they just have enough do they have enough bodies left to be competitive on a week in week out basis well Brandon Allen is going to have to continue to give them that kind of magical spark that he did against the Browns and like you said uh, they ain't playing the Browns the rest of the year Uh, they're going to be underdogs more often than not but the crazy thing is if you're a fan in Broncos country somehow some way this team is still in the playoff hunt even if it's very distant back like you said Kansas City stumbles within the division have left the door open a little bit and if they get hot and they got another game against Kansas City I mean things could happen again it's not at Arrowhead in December maybe Drew Locke or Brandon Allen starting but uh, there's still a small sliver of hope for these Broncos. I mean the schedule dictates that there should be hope with seven games left I just don't see it I mean I'm party pooper as usual but they don't they just can't score enough um, the defense has such a little margin fair. Well, right. Everything up to this point says they're not going to do it. But, hey, there's still a chance they could do it, right? <laughs> well, somebody's got to be positive here. <laughs> I would be positive about Brandon Allen. I mean, people are saying, well, he's not as good as Joe Flacco. Well, he doesn't have to be. He just He's a different quarterback. And he got himself out of some trouble against Cleveland that would have been yeah. sacks or would have been throwaways. You know, people say, well, now the Vikings have a full game tape of Brandon Allen. Well, the flip side is that so do the Broncos. So maybe they can this week they can get a better feel for how he likes, what kind of stuff he likes to run. And, you know, I wouldn't necessarily purposely get him on the move a lot. I'd have him drop back and say, hey, read one, read two. You got enough athleticism, just run it. Because that's how his game got going against Cleveland. He's converted a third and long with a scramble. So, you know, you got Allen back in. Offensive line, eh, you know, left tackles. Question marks. Question, question marks. marks. I mean, <laughs> Taylor Luan from Tennessee has started taking Garrett Bowles off the hook with all Luan's penalties. So, you know, the magic thing is 
can this team create enough takeaways to score 25 points? They have not created a lot of takeaways this season. It's been two bunches at the LA Chargers at home against Tennessee. The same thing with the sacks. So if they, you know, the next step for this defense, you know, their statistics are great, whatever, is they got to start making more impact plays to give this offense a chance because this offense isn't built to go 80 yards four or five times a game. And folks, first in Orange podcast, Ryan O'Halloran and Kyle Newman. Be sure to head to DenverPost.com slash Broncos for continued coverage of the team throughout the week leading into Minnesota. And be sure to come back for another podcast previewing the game. Till next time, folks, take it easy.